Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how looking back at your actions or your wins or your losses helps you to move forward. And I also talk about a really weird inappropriate toy that we used to play with in the 80s. So stick around. This is going to be fun. I wanted to give you guys an update on Lisa Devona, who was my guest in the third episode of the Show Up Society podcast. And in the end of that interview, I asked her what one of her really big, scary goals was. And she told us that it was that she wanted to run a certain amount of laps in the Icarus Ultra Fest. She was going to run uh, 48 hours And she didn't give us the actual amount of miles that she wanted to do in that time because I think it was so big and scary and she didn't want to jinx it. But I just wanted to give you guys an update. She ran over 200 miles in 48 hours and that was her big fat goal. And I'm just so impressed and I just wanted to give a shout out to Lisa. You're amazing. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I would go back and do it because she's so positive. It's infectious. I wanted to talk about my monthly goals. I like to set goals for myself every month. And a lot of times I don't get them. And a lot of times I do. But I just thought it might be fun for you guys to follow along. And at the end of the month, I'll check in with you and let you know how they went. So I want to write, record, upload, edit, write the show notes for, make the social media posts for five episodes of this podcast. I'm currently a one-woman show. I would like to run 60 miles. Um, I kind of laugh at this because a million years ago when I was a college athlete, I would do more than that in a week, a lot more than that in one week. Now in this stage of life, it's a big deal for me to make the time that it takes to run 60 miles. So that's one of my goals. I am in a new self-coaching program. I really want to work on my mindset in 2020 and I started this month, December, Um, with the self-coaching program. So I have set aside time every morning to work on that. So hopefully you'll be able to see me shiny and positive and with a much better attitude. I also want to create a review my goals journal. And we're going to talk a lot about that today about reviewing the goals. And that's kind of why I want to create this journal. I don't really have a place to write down my reflections. Um, So I'm going to work on making one of my own because I literally literally, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, have spent at least five or six hours in the past two weeks watching YouTube videos on planners and journals and people actually walk through page by page. And, you know, it's just fascinating to me. It's kind of like QVC for planning nerds. Um, And I just haven't found the right kind of journal slash planner that I really want to use to reflect on my goals and to kind of keep me on track of my goals. So I'm just going to make my own. I also am embarrassed to say this one too. This could be just like a confessional, a whole bunch of things I'm embarrassed to tell you guys. That's a great idea for a future episode and I might do it. 
Um, but I have not checked over my business finances since July. And I have a couple arms to my business and I haven't really known how to put them together. So I had a big scary, I was scared, uh, call with an accountant and I got it done. She gave me a great plan. I feel super good about it. And now I just have to sit down and put all the numbers together this month. So I'm not looking forward to the process, but I'm totally looking forward to the result. I'm going to drink 64 ounces of water a day. I'm mega dehydrated and I just need to fill myself back up with water. I'm going to take five yoga classes. My big goal for 2020 is to take two or three a week, but this month is really crazy and I'm traveling a lot and it's the holidays. You guys know how that is. So um, I'm my goal is going to be five. That's about it. I have a few other tiny little goals here and there, and I have some daily habits that I do every single day that I'm going to wrap up for this year. But those are my main kind of new, fresh goals for the month. Do-do-do-do-do-do, it's challenge time. That's right. It's a solo episode, so you know that I love to issue a challenge. It is a cheesy one, and I am well aware of the cheese factor, but I want you to do it anyway, and I really, really hope that you do. Uh, Since we're talking about reflection today... At some point during this podcast, I want you to go look in the mirror. Or if you're out on a run, maybe you'll run by a building with a reflective window. Maybe when you get back to your car, at some point, look in the mirror. And then in your most sassy or serious voice, however you want to play it, say, dang, woman, you're amazing. Or maybe it's, holy shit, man, you're a rock star. Use your own words. I don't care what they are, but something positive. And I want you to mean it because it's true. After this podcast, you're going to see that if you just look back for a second, you're going to see what amazing things that you do. So this is going to help you, this little challenge. Okay, so we're talking about reflection. And I hope that by the end of this, you're going to want to start some kind of reflection journal of your own, or maybe just spend a couple seconds a day, maybe every time you get in the car after you drop off the kids or, or right before you go to bed. But at some point in the day, I hope that you'll take a little pause And think back on the things that you have accomplished or on something big that happened that day. So this morning I was on the drive home from yoga and I remembered a podcast topic that's been floating around in my mind for a week or two now, but it keeps slipping away and I keep forgetting what it was. And then I thought of the analogy of holding tight to this thought, like a wiggly little worm that's just squirming around trying to get out of my hands. And then I was thinking of one of those like, really freaky toys that we played with in the 80s that was just like this squirmy little tube and you just like held it and it kind of squirmed out of your hands and now that I look back it's totally phallic and inappropriate and I cannot believe that we used to play with those things oh my god I have to go right now and find a picture of these toys and I'm going to put it on the show notes so we can laugh about it together I mean what was the point of those things anyway you just held it and you just laughed when it wiggled and tried to squirm out of your hands it's just so so wrong Okay, I literally just paused this recording to go look up what these things are or were. And they're called water snakes. And they actually still make them. But the versions now have like little fishies painted on them. And there's glitter inside. And they're all cute. But the one that I played with in the 80s was this matte material. It wasn't shiny or glossy. And it was orange. And I just... I just can't. It is just so wrong. And we have to move on now. But uh, if you want a picture, you can go look at showupsociety.com forward slash five. And you're welcome. Okay. So the whole reason I was reminded of this podcast topic in the car today on my way home from yoga is because I was 
saying to myself, oh my God, I'm not going to get home until 10 and I haven't done anything yet today and all my time is going away. I have to pick up the kids soon. My day is over. And then I just stopped myself because I've been working on self-coaching and it popped into my head that I've actually gotten a lot done today already. I'd woken up early to do some self-coaching work, took my daughter to school. I did a really hard hot yoga class after not taking yoga in a lot of days and after eating a lot of food over Thanksgiving. So it was a tough one. I already drank 24 ounces of water. I bought a healthy salad for my lunch. And that's all before 10 o'clock. So I actually had done a lot of self-care. And you know what? We all need some self-care because you know why? We beat ourselves up all the time. We are so mean to ourselves. So I'm going to propose that we do some mega self-care, especially over this stressful holiday season. And I want the self-care to be in the form of reflection. So I propose that we all take a few pauses each day or even just once a day to look back and take stock of our wins. And I'm going to talk more about the reasons why this will be good for us. Number one, reflecting reminds us of what we are capable of. If you just look back at how much hard stuff you've already done, you're probably going to start thinking of yourself as a badass. I haven't yet done my year-end review because I'll do that later in December, but I caught myself in a moment of feeling really discouraged the other day because my goal was to get my Tiger Pocket Press cards into a certain number of stores this year, and I haven't hit it yet. But in the next breath, I reminded myself that I've launched two businesses in 2019. I built the Tiger Pocket Press website. I created systems for inventory, wholesale ordering, customer relations management. I reached out at least once to 194 stores. I released 20 new products in the middle of the year. For my second business, this podcast, I took a course on how to create a podcast and I did it. I built the website too. If you want to go check it out, you can at showupsociety.com. Let me know if you see any typos. But anyway, the point is that looking back can help you shut down that mean voice. I promise if you just start looking back at what you've accomplished, you're going to have some really good ways to shut that voice down. Number two, reflecting reminds us of what we can do in the future. So when you remind yourself of the hard stuff you've already done, You'll be like, oh, I can totally do this hard thing that's staring at me in the face. One of my go-to kind of mantras is I had a baby 10 weeks before law school ended. So I took little Jack to class with me and I was breastfeeding him as I was sat to, to wait my turn to walk across and get my diploma. I studied for and I passed the California bar exam with a three month old and no childcare. And that was hard. (laughs) Maybe for you, it's that you cared for an ailing parent and you saw them out of this world with peace and patience. Or maybe you moved to another country with your kids and no spouse. Whatever it is, just remember you have done hard things and you can do hard things again, especially this thing that's staring at you right in the face, whatever it may be. But when you're having that moment where you feel like something is too hard, stop, reflect on what you've done and know that you've got this. Number three, reflecting can lift us up. I like to talk a lot about having a file folder or maybe even a whole file cabinet of your wins. It's pretty cool to open up your file cabinet of wins. Sometimes we get down in the dumps and if and when that happens, open up that file of wins and it will lift your spirits. This morning in the car when I realized I had in fact already done some important things, my mood improved. And guess what happens when your mood improves? You probably take more actions and you have more fun. 
So you can keep this as little paper notes. You can keep digital files. But when somebody gives you a compliment or tells you how you've affected their life or that you've helped them in some way, or when you look at maybe you've raised a lot of money for a charity, when you look at those kind of wins, file them away somewhere, either physically or digitally, and those are going to lift your spirits up. Number four, reflecting gives us a gauge on what we need to tweak. So I've been coaching for over a decade, and in my opinion, a good coach asks, how did that feel? A coach to me is not someone who just shows up to practice and says, hey, go for a run for 20 minutes. Actually, there's a lot of coaches who do that, and they call it a day. But it's my feeling that a coach's second most important job is to evaluate what's working and not working about the athlete or the coaches or the races, and then they make adjustments. In case you're wondering what I think the most important job is, it's to believe in the athlete and to make that athlete believe in himself or herself. But back to the evaluation and reflection. What good is it to have a runner go on a run if you don't ask how they feel afterwards? Maybe they felt like it was too easy, or maybe they're really struggling mentally, or maybe their quads hurt. And if you as a coach don't know any of these things, then you may keep doing the wrong type of workouts. You might not be pushing them hard enough, or you might be pushing them too hard and lead them into injury. Or if they're mentally struggling, maybe they need some kind of a mental break so they don't risk burnout and lack of motivation. When I'm giving my runners a workout on the track and we're doing intervals, I go up to them after every single interval and I say, how are you feeling? How did that feel? And sometimes we'll add another interval if they're feeling really great, or sometimes we'll take one away. But the point is, is to take what you learn from that reflection and then tweak what you're doing to try for different results. And this obviously applies to other areas of your life too. If you stop once in a while and say, is this working? Am I feeling really great about this? Does this make me happy? Is this a good use of my time? Then you're going to be able to tweak and change things to make it work better for you. But if you never take that pause to see what's working and what's not, you're sort of like on a hamster wheel, just blindly running and blindly running, never knowing if it's getting you the results that you want. I had a business coach a few years ago, and at one of our meetings, I was so proud, and I told her that I journaled every day, and I had done so for years at that point. She said, great, and what have you learned about your business and how you work from your journals? I just sort of looked at her blankly. She said, when you review your journals, are there things that stick out about your problems that you struggle with or things that you do well? I made a weird face and I was like, um, I haven't really gone back and read them. She was in such a state of disbelief that she could barely speak. She just sort of like looked at me with this face and she was like, uh, well then what's the point of journaling? Hmm. You got me there, Fran. It hadn't even occurred to me to look over what I had written. But when she said it, it was so obvious. And I basically apologized to her for being so dumb. Then I went straight home and I looked over my journals and there were definitely some mega themes that emerged. One of the most memorable ones was that it takes me about two years to go from an idea I have before I decide to start making it happen. But that's beside the point. And P.S., this podcast has been on my mind and an idea in my mind for over four years, so I don't even know what that means. But the point of this is what is the point of writing down all these thoughts in your journal if you're never going to go back and look at what they're telling you? Because when I went back and looked through those journals, there were so many things that stood out to me about what works well for me and what doesn't work well for me. And it really has helped me make my kind of business and life decisions based on what I found in those journals. Number six. It helps close out the year. 
I love to take a few days in December to look back month by month and reflect on the wins and the fails. It's actually kind of fun to do this with a partner or a friend or family. A lot of times they'll remember things that you did or that each other did that you have forgotten. And it's really fun. And you'll have a lot of times when you'll laugh and you're like, oh my God, I totally forgot that we did that. And it really does make you feel good. So maybe make a reflection event. Now, obviously, this would be easier if you had a journal or a planner or somewhere that you are writing in and writing down your wins and losses and big moments. But if you remember my confession from the beginning of the episode, I'm going to talk a lot more about planners and journals later because I have a, I know a lot about them. I've spent a lot of time watching those infomercials. Number seven, it gives you a glimpse into the new year. After you've looked at what went well and what didn't from last year, then you can create some ideas for goals for the next year. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? What did you learn? What good feelings did you have and why? If these are sounding like really good journal prompts, then you're in luck because I'm going to have some of these for you to download for free on the Show Up Society website. So after you finish listening, go to showupsociety.com forward slash five, and you can download your journal prompts if you want to start journaling away. You can take time to reflect daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, whatever works best for you. But I would definitely do some smaller time frames and also a yearly one. And you may think you don't have a lot of time to do this reflection, but I can pretty much promise you that if you take a few minutes to pause and reflect, you'll likely be happier and more productive. And so in the end, I think it's a net gain. And I do want to say one thing about this reflection. This is not the time or the place to judge yourself and to call yourself names and to be a jerk or an asshole to yourself. None of this, oh, I didn't do enough of this. I'm so lazy. Oh, I should have done more of that. I'm so dumb. Nuh-uh. That's not what this is about. This is total neutral reflection no judgment. This is just, I did a lot of this, or I didn't do as much of that as I would like. So maybe in the future I can, but there is no self-harm involved if you are doing reflection the way I would like you to do it. My final reason today for taking a pause and having time to reflect is that it helps keep you on track for your long-term goals. Let's say in January, you set out for some goals to do for the year. If you don't check in every couple weeks or every month or quarter, then how do you know if you're making progress? If you're like me, by the time the middle of August rolls around, you don't even remember what your goals were. I'm in an accountability group for 2020 and we just started. And every Monday we check in with the group and we say what our goals are for the week. And then the part I love the best is the Friday check-in and reflection. And you look at the goals that you had set for yourself on Monday and you write down how much of each of those goals that you accomplished. And I love having this weekly check-in. I've made so much progress because I'm checking in and I'm thinking, okay, I'm not setting enough time in my schedule for that. I need to add more time to do this. And the other part of that is that on Monday, when we write our tasks for the week ahead, 
as part of that process, we are supposed to be looking at our 90 day goals. So every week, I'm reminding myself of what my 90 day goals are, so I can set what I need to do for the week to stay on track for those 90 days. And I am just absolutely loving this process. And I am getting so much done because of it. So I encourage you if you have a huge goal that seems insurmountable, to schedule periodic check-ins to make sure that you're on the right track. And if you need to adjust your timeline or if you need to adjust your workload, it would be really helpful for that. Okay, we've reached the end of our list and now it's time for me to check in with you. Did you do your reflection? And by that, I mean your literal looking at your reflection in the mirror and telling yourself how awesome you are. If you haven't done it yet, please go do it. And if you want to film yourself doing it, that would be hilarious. And you can send it to me or tag me at Tammy C. Bennett um, so I can laugh and smile and agree with you that, yes, you are indeed awesome. Don't forget to visit the show notes to download your free list of journal prompts. And you can also leave a comment if there is a habit that you've been working on or if you found out something really cool when you went back and reflected over your year, I would love to hear it. So visit showupsociety.com forward slash five to download or comment. And if you love this podcast, I would love it if you would show up for it by subscribing or leaving me a review. Thank you so much for showing up for this podcast today. Now go show up for yourself. Hey, you're still here. You can do hard things.